Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of We're Not Fucking Historians with me, Hazel Hayes. And me, she and Todd. I liked that one. I'm, I've like never that one? got that wrong. <laughs> to be fair, you haven't. I always feel like there's a lot of pressure. To say your name correctly. Yeah, I think in like P3 or P4, I spelled my name wrong at the top of a page and got a bit of a roasting from my class. Oh. I think I forgot the E on Shane. Shan Todd. Shan Todd. Can I tell you something like unrelated to history, but so sad, but cute? On my first day in nursery school, when I was three, yeah, they, they went around everyone, what's your name? And everyone said their name. And I said, they, but they were looking your full name. Yeah. And I said, Shane Todd, so quietly and quickly that my entire nursery school for about three weeks thought I was called Shento. <laughs> Shento. 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 Yeah. My mum still calls me Shento. Shento. Yeah. I like that. It's nice, isn't it? I decided recently to start calling you Shane Todd Funny Man. Oh, that's good. Because there was an article yeah. in the paper about you Call me descri- a funny man. describing you as Funny Man Todd. Yeah. I'm going to start calling you Funny Man Todd. Which I uh, immediately got back to them on and said, I just I just want to be funny. Let's not bring gender. I'm just a funny person. I like it. That's all I Thank be. you. Thank you for standing up for us. Also, do you want to talk about the photo of yourself in that article? No. no. It's no, no, a no. shame this is a podcast that's and we can't show you. That's why this is an audio podcast. Jesus. I, I, when, I just get weird my face gets weird it like melts when there's a camera about. I want it on record that that's not how your face looks yeah I know that was a bad photo I know and like, it really made me laugh most people be like oh they look great in photos but not in real life I'm the opposite mm. I'm the opposite same I'm actually pretty happy with how I look I can kind of get ready and I do the hair and makeup and I leave feeling like yeah and then I see a photo of how I looked that day and I'm like oh dear Jesus yeah yeah, it's like the devil has possessed the camera. That's why it would be easier to be a figure in history because they didn't have to worry about that. You know, yeah. we we talk about sometimes things that, that happened in eleven hundred. You are they fascinated by the fact that there's no pictures of them, aren't you? Yeah, I almost feel like it's a conspiracy. I'm like, just release the pictures, <laughs> you cowards. Yeah. Okay, look, we've got a big topic today. Great. I'm excited for this one. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. We're gonna have a chat about Guinness. <laughs> Guinness. There's nothing quite like a Guinness. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? How do you feel about Guinness? Big fan. You're a big fan of Guinness? Big I'm fan. so glad because Shane, I do not drink it. And if you didn't either, that would be kind of shit and weird. Yeah, well, I mean, by law, like statistically, one of us has to. You know? Statistically, both of us should, yeah. really. I mean, it's quite shocking that I don't. I remember the first time I had a Guinness. Tell us, um, regale us. I was in White's Tavern in Belfast when I was 
too young to be in a bar. Mm-hmm. And I was out with my mates from college and I didn't drink, but I didn't tell them I didn't drink. And of course, I went up to the bar. I could have a pint of Guinness because I, I felt like that's what I should have ordered. Yeah. I'm more of a woo-woo guy, you know, or like a daiquiri. A what? Like a woo-woo. A woo-woo. you never been to Hindu? I've been on maybe two Hindus in my Babe. whole life. I try and avoid them. What are you doing? Not Hindu cocktails is Hindus. where it's at. So you can be cool and what drink stout. What is a stout woo-woo? Milk. A woo-woo is just a nice drink. It's like sex on the beach. It's like Mai Tai. Got all it. that sort of stuff. Anyway, they're, my, they're the drinks I really like. But okay. whenever I was a kid, I was like, I drink Guinness, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something that everyone will tell you. You've got to acquire the you taste do. for it. Like you red just, wine. You just launched or, right in with Guinness. Yeah, like like so many different things. So so I had Guinness for the first time in this bar when I was about 16. Went up to them classmates, I'm just going to get a Guinness here. And if people aren't familiar, they'll pour three quarters of your pint yeah. and then let it settle. Yeah. And then pour the last quarter. Yeah. The barmaid poured three quarters of a pint. Oh. I put my hand on it and said, thank you. Oh. And she said, oh God. Love, you have to wait for the rest of it. And I said, I know. Ugh. It's not only yeah. the like that you're giving away that you're young and you don't drink, but it's like that's so sacrilegious to it's any Irish person. One of the big, ba- it's the, you can go to jail in Ireland for that. You absolutely could. I once, I, <laughs> I was out for drinks with my friends. Whenever I go home, there's a specific group of friends I go out for drinks with, including but not limited to Sean Connolly and Kelly Hughes. I thought you were going to say Sean Connery for a second. <laughs> great, love that. Get us a wee bit of get us money, Penny. Uh, that was the worst Sean. So bad. Worst Sean Connery. So bad. I'm going to ask, I'm going to beg that the editor cut that, but I know that they're going to leave it. Yeah. Because it's funny when I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. But I go out with my friends uh, for drinks when I go home at Christmas, whatever. And <laughs> Kelly was once asked, could, could they have, someone say, would you get us a glass when you go up? She was going up to get around. Would you get us a glass of Guinness? I'm not ordering a fucking glass of Guinness for you. You'll have a pint, you'll have nothing. Yeah. Someone talking about a half pint? A half a glass? Fuck off. Oh, I mean... You can't get a half pint of Guinness. Potentially, if you're a tour, like I mean tourist, tourist like full-blown yeah. tourist, yeah, like yeah, backpack yeah. on the back, sleeping bag with mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. you can maybe get a half pint if you want to try it. Yeah. But uh, but no, you, no, you can't you can't yeah. go for a half pint of Guinness. You'd be thrown out for less. Sometimes that's a trap on the menu. <laughs> And you'll just yeah. get attacked. Just to weed just people get out. Up. But it's got to be the right setting. You've yeah. got to have Guinness in, a right, in the right setting. We're actually going to come up to a fact about that later, which I think you're really going to enjoy. Well, here's the thing. I don't know much at all about the history of Guinness. This is going to so be, be fun. I've got a lot of facts. This one is actually a little bit different to the ones in that it's less of a story. We've got a little bit of a story about Arthur Guinness. It's going to set the scene here. We're going to talk about Arthur Guinness and his life a little bit. Spoiler. He grew up. He made Guinness. Right. He died, right? So that's what's going to happen with Arthur. And then we're going to just do some facts. So okay. your pint of Guinness will take her time? Yeah. It's a bit creamy? <laughs> what? I don't know. You got to let it settle? Yeah. That's it? Quite dark? Yeah. Great. Arthur Guinness. Man himself. He's born in County Kildare, 1725. His godfather, Arthur Price, another Arthur, was the Archbishop of the Church of Ireland. He dies, don't get attached. You got any famous uncles? As per. I sadly don't, no. Uh, I actually only had one uncle and he died. Uh, so that's that story. Right. Cool. What was that about Arthur Guinness? <laughs> yeah, Arthur Guinness. So, he, he, so the, his godfather, Arthur Price, died, left him £100 uh, to him and, and, and his father, which at the time... Oh, 
that's that's probably like ten billion. It was not ten billion. It was the equivalent of four years' wages. Oh wow! So de- I mean, depending if you're making two point five billion a year, yeah, then yeah, right. But but four years' wages—that's unreal. That's just fucking call it quits. Tell the tell the boss you're leaving. Fuck you. I'm off to the Bahamas. Yeah. He didn't do that, actually. He used the money to set up his own brewery in Leakslip, County Kildare. That was in 1755. So at the age of 34, Arthur decides to take the brave move of bringing the brewery to Dublin instead. It's doing well. That's quite old to be doing something back then, because then people live to like 45. <laughs> He's an old guy. He's like my age now, but... I see what you're saying. Is he I killing think, it until there? I think that I think it the I think it would have been about sixty seventy yeah. in life expectancy at the yeah. time. Is he killing it in Kildare? Absolutely killing it in Kildare. Right. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well for himself. He decides to open a brewery in Dublin at St James's Gate. Yep, which we all know and love. Yep. Have you been? No. To the Guinness factory. It's not great. Is it not? And look, I know. This is a running gag now that we are not helping Board Falcha at all. No. The, the tourism talk here has not been strong. We're basically saying it's very boring, don't go. But I will say the Guinness tour is very boring. I actually think we're doing a lot for tourism because we're saying sometimes go to the stuff that isn't the well-known tourist. Like people love that. That, that entices yeah. people. Yeah. I go, listen, everyone's talking about this, but you got to go here. Yeah, I think go. I think go to say you've been, but yeah. just don't expect... It's not Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, right? Like, it's not... You think that going in, there's all these big, like, machines and vats and, there, and there's fucking beans going through pipes and, like, it seems exciting, but then it really just is beans and vats for eight floors. Some people fucking love that, though. Some people probably do. <laughs> World tour. Of, it- I'm just... I just want to see <laughs> beans and vats. And if so, get your ass to the fucking Guinness factory. Like, you'll have a great time. Yeah. But it was a lot of that. You do the little, like, the headphones telling you about stuff. And then you go all the way up all of these floors, a lot of stairs. And then you get to the pub at the top. The Sky Bar. Sky Bar, exactly, where you get a pint of Guinness. But I don't drink Guinness. Right. So there wasn't a lot in it for me. Yeah. Got some exercise. As in, you won't drink it at all? No. You you don't like the taste? I don't like it. Have you? uh, How many pints would you say you've had? Of Guinness, zero pints of Guinness. But then you haven't acquired a taste for it. So Sorry, what I'm am I saying supposed is, to suffer? Through? I don't. When you say acquired yes, taste, am I supposed to? Yes, because we're Irish. Yes. Oh. We're supposed to go through years and years of not enjoying Guinness, and then eventually, <laughs> at some point, the goal is you go. It's actually not that bad, even though I still don't really like it. Wow. So red, like, do you drink red wine? No, I have also not acquired a taste for that. If it's mold with lots of sugar and stuff in it, right? Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe tonight you order a pint of Guinness. Maybe you throw sure. a few. My brother-in-law in. drinks it with Ribena in. Gonna just leave that there. We're just. Could you do me it. a favour and never <laughs> let me meet your brother-in-law, who's the worst guy? He puts Ribena in. Is he five? I can't. Like, I, this is too personal. I can't. I, can't, I just can't say the guy. I don't drink in this at all. So I felt like, yeah, Ribena. That's the way to. That's the way to go. He puts Ribena in it. <laughs> Is that not, I thought people got blackcurrant in Guinness. Is that not a thing? That it, no one has actually done it. That's oh, a joke. Fuck. That's a joke. You, to be fair, were just talking about woo woos for a while there. Yeah, but either make a decision. <laughs> Commit. It's stout or cocktails, depending on what okay. mood you're in. You never mix the two. Anyway, so that's where he's got the brewery, St. James's Gate. When he set up there, he took out a nine thousand year lease. 
that lease won't end until the year 10,759 <laughs> Which we're Legally assuming, binding. which we're assuming they did. Okay. Oh, he would have done that definitely. Hold on, how desperate were the were the letting <laughs> agents to get him in? Well, it was actually it was kind of the done thing at the time because they didn't want to outright sell a property, so they're not they're not selling the deeds. <laughs> yeah. They re, they retain ownership. Yeah, but but they made these mad long leases. Yeah, but maybe one thousand. Maybe one thousand. That's right? even that's sure. way too long. Sure, but that is actually quite common on 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 historical sites where you'll find that the leases on them were like thousands of years. But this is particular. That's particularly long. Yeah. Nine thousand. Yeah. Like, how do you? At what point are you gonna give a fuck? In the year ten thousand, that's gonna be a sad day for Guinness when they're booted out. <laughs> ten thousand seven five fifty nine AD. Heineken just come in and go, finally we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, so they start brewing ale, uh, and in the seventeen seventies. Arthur starts experimenting. They use the word experimenting on this documentary I was watching, which I thought it sounded like these were like hardcore drugs. But he just start, he started experimenting with different kind of brewing styles, such as porter. He's trying all these different kinds of beers and, and stouts and stuff. I don't know anything about this, so correct me if I'm saying the wrong type of thing at some point. But porter was a new English beer that had been created in London in 1722. And it was different to ale. The main difference being the rich, dark colour. So we're kind of getting into the Guinness territory. Yeah. <laughs> He's pissing about trying all these different beers, right? It's claimed that he developed an interest in dark beer during a visit <laughs> to a pub in Wales. I'm going to try and pronounce the name of this town. I'm so fucking sorry. Lanfarfecken. I mean, it probably isn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say it's not that. Lanfarfecken. 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 <laughs> I mean, ironically, we were talking about robots a second ago. Lanfair feckin, Lanfair feckin. Something you short circuit. The pub was called Gwindu, which is easier. That's a character from Star Wars, I'm sure of it. <laughs> anyway, he liked this beer. He asked the owner for the recipe, right? So there is a claim that Guinness is actually Welsh and it came from that pub. And had it, had it been created and, and made and branded by them, it would have been called Guinness. <laughs> They've spelled that G-Y-N-W-Y-S. Because why the fuck not? I mean, it's another case where like Wales have been absolutely mugged historically because yeah. they get no kudos for St. Patrick, our boy St. No, Patrick, who we've done an episode yeah. on, who was very Welsh. Very much Welsh. Guinness, now you're Strongbow telling me. Strongbow was living in Wales, we stole him. What Are you going to tell me Daniel O'Donnell if we look at his birth certificate? I'll never look. It's from Cardiff. How about I promise and you promise that we'll never look? No, if we ever come into... Know ownership of that we lock it away in a vault <laughs> why don't you just burn it why are you putting it in a vault because I bought a vault and I need to put something in it because it cost me a lot of money and on that bombshell we'll be right back after these messages with the rest of the story of Arthur Guinness Thursday. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Arthur. He's into it, right? He starts brewing it. The one he was brewing then, there was various different porters, was called West India Porter. That beer is still brewed today and is now known as Guinness Foreign Extra Stout. It accounts for 45% of all Guinness sales globally. Very popular in Asia, Africa and the Caribbean. Yeah, Nigeria. Let me say this. I don't know a lot of facts, but I'll tell you this. See, in Nigeria... There's a brewery. They love Guinness. Yeah, they brew it there. I love that. They, I think, drink more Guinness than the Irish do. Yeah, Could you imagine if we ended up in Nigeria and we didn't know that? I know! And you're like, oh, I'd love a Guinness. And then you laughed and and a local local guy said, listen, mate, you've come to the right place. You're like, mate, what are you talking about? Lovely. Imagine that as well, because with the heat yeah. and a nice cool glass of I don't even drink the shit. No, you don't like, drink Guinness in the heat. But I kind of... Oh. No. It's thick and creamy. <laughs> Guinness a winter drink. I really tried to get on board there. <laughs> really tried. And there's no That's space sick. on the you carriage to get on board. let me have that. Anyway, okay, fine. So, Arthur dies. Shock. I mean, he was born in 17, whatever. Like, we yeah. know he's dead. Uh, 1803, he dies. His son, also called Arthur Guinness, so that's handy. He takes over. And by now, Guinness is an extremely successful export. He was one of 21 children. Arthur Guinness and his wife, do I have her name? Olivia. They had 21 kids. Don't make a joke just yet, because sadly only 10 of them made it to adulthood. Oh. A lot, of, a lot of kids dying back then. Arthur as well. Like I imagine like setting up a brewery in Dublin in a big place like St. James. How do you have time for all that fucking... I, I don't. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure you could make time for the fucking, but I doubt he was doing an awful lot of child rearing. No. 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 Olivia was back home doing all Unless, that. like, a pint of Guinness, he was there for, like, three quarters of the, like, childbirth <laughs> and stuff, and then he just left for the left. rest. The business actually stayed in the family for five generations. They still own it now. They have a majority share, but, like, it's 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 less like a family-run business now, but they do still own it. Yeah, so, the Guinness <laughs> is a mom and pop yeah, store. It's hardly, it's hardly a little fucking place anymore, is it? So I think I think overall, good lad. Uh, oh yeah, good lad. I mean, that's it's it's a institution. One of the only a... people we've talked about who didn't kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So that's nice. Well, <laughs> technically, <laughs> I mean, oh, Guinness is dear. Guinness is that that iconic thing that makes you think of home. Yeah, you know, like like you, alcoholism. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just like even the the image mm. of like this black pint with a, with a white head yeah. you just see that and go Ireland and it's mad that a drink yeah. can summon all those all those thoughts like I'll go to you know Glasgow for a gig mm. and see a Guinness fan and just start crying and be like oh home oh. and I've only been away for the day it is very nostalgic I don't even fucking drink the stuff 
few myths around it I'd be keen to get your take on. One is they used to say that pregnant women should drink Guinness for iron. It was actually believed at the time that Guinness was better for your health than, say, the gin that most of the working class were drinking because that's all they could afford. So Arthur, thinking he's been a decent bloke, he made beer more affordable. He made Guinness more affordable for the working classes because it was believed to have like medicinal benefits. And yes, pregnant women women who'd just given birth as well, were encouraged to drink Guinness. They thought it was really, really good well, that was, for you. That, that was the slogan. Guinness is Guinness good for you. Guinness is good for you, yeah. Have you proved the goodness in a Guinness? There's only one way to do it. Try a Guinness a day for a while and enjoy proving that Guinness is good for you. That was a slogan for a very long time until the advertising standards came in and were like, mm. Yeah. So, you know, he was trying. He was trying to do right by people um, by making it cheaper. He also set up the Arthur Guinness Fund, which donated huge amounts of money to charities, I think still does today, and Guinness employees. And I know this from kind of firsthand. Guinness employees were very well looked after. I don't know if you ever heard about this, but like no. they had healthcare, pensions, higher wages than other businesses at the time. In 1928, Guinness employees were given on-site medical and dental care, two free pints after each shift, and full pensions. And it was one of the first. It was one of the first companies to ever offer employee benefits. And I know this through my grandmother, who would talk about her relatives who'd worked at Guinnesses. They used to. They worked at Guinnesses, and we had. <laughs> this is such a random story. My great granddad was called Barney. Right, my whole life we talked about great-granddad Barney. I think, okay. it was, I think this was her dad, right? right? Granddad Barney. And one day, I don't know, I never forgot, I was sitting in her kitchen, she's pottering about and making dinner or whatever. And I said something about granddad Barney and she said, well, oh, his name wasn't Barney. Said, what, what was his name? Thomas. What the fuck was he called Barney? So She says, oh, there was too many Thomases in Guinness. So they just called him... Barney. Too many people worked for the Too company many called people Thomas. Called, everyone was called Thomas. So they just gave them different names. So my whole life I grew up thinking I had this great granddad Barney who wasn't called Barney. There was just too many, too many men called Thomas. But why, but like, why was he so accepting of Barney? Because <laughs> no like, I, 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 like I'm just called you and I didn't pick it. But if someone went, yeah. hey, you're Roland. Right? I would say, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm Shane. He just took that. I, we laughed so hard because she said it so matter of fact. Like, yeah. it was Thomas, but it was Barney. Anyway, yeah, but she, I, her mother was very well looked after even after he'd uh, passed away and everything like that. They, they were really good employers. Have, have we found in many episodes of doing this the first, like, thoroughly decent guy? Maybe. I mean, knowing the way the, the, the way these stories you talk about go, he probably found after this, like just before he died, the nearest monastery and there was 12 monks. <laughs> he probably went in and bludgeoned them all to death. Yeah, just because he hadn't done With much else in his life. Oh, do you know what? That reminds me. Oh no. That reminds me, Shane. Go for it. There's rumours that he was a British spy. I totally oh, forgot. for God's sake. There's rumours that for God's sake. he was a British spy. The Brits went, try and create something that they'll rely on. And he said, no worries. Yeah. And then he, he sent them over a pint of it and go, yeah, we've got that'll, them. That'll be it. We've got them. Yeah, I, I did try and find more information on that, but that article was behind the paywall. Access denied. Access denied. They've done that. So I just they've, they've done. He wasn't the a British spy. Yes. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Because Brits are yeah, at it again. Because they can't see us do something good. <laughs> do you remember the ads? 
honestly the best ads of all time. See the one with the, the black and white one with the horses in the water? He waits. That's what he does. And they'll tell you what. Tick followed tock followed tick followed tock followed tick. I was going to say yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God. Let me find a got a little fact on that for you. Got a little fact on that. Hold on. We should do it again. Hold on. That. Oh my god, we should. Surfer. It was called Surfer. It was in 1999. Yeah. Um, it won the Cannes Golden Lion Award and various other awards as well. They have Amazing. won so many awards for advertising down the years. They actually were kind of the first company to have like proper advertising campaigns. Yeah. And you were right to say that the, the first slogan was Guinness is good for you. And there was, a, I think it was a toucan. Toucan, yeah. Yeah, they had the toucan on the poster. And it was Guinness is good for you. I love I mean, all that old I mean, like art. They were lying, but like. Yeah. Yeah, the you art You go to a pub beautiful. and you see the old proper stuff, all the tin like boards. Yeah, I, yeah. I love all that. I love all that stuff. And even it was up until the 50s, mothers in hospitals were still being given Guinness by their doctors. Like, I mean, you know what? Fair play. Fair play. Um, that slogan lasted for about 40 years until, as I said, it got a bit more regulated. There was there was Guinness for strength. Regulators, regulators. Sorry. Fuck that. Um, Guinness for strength. There was the the ad with the guy carrying a girder. I don't know if you remember that. It's a quite an iconic no. image. He's carrying this huge. Oh me- yeah, hundred percent girder. He's like a big muscly yeah, guy with a says, white shirt. I think. And he's blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says Guinness for strength. Um, they had my goodness, my Guinness. Yeah. Lovely day for a Guinness. Yeah. They had they had lots of different things. Won loads of different awards. They were working with a London based um advertising advertising company, and I've worked with loads of different people. And then obviously moved into TV, and all these different things happened. And the last thing I'll say on that is. Now that they weren't able to use their original slogan anymore, there was another campaign in 1983, which I adore. It was just a picture of an empty pint glass and it said, Ginless isn't good for you. Love that. Isn't that great? Love that. And then some vicar in some little town in England picked up on it and put up, he put up a sign outside the church that says something like, Godlessness isn't good for you. And it ended up in all the media and so it, it was a, a huge huge campaign anyway they've done very well now a new segment quick fire facts love this Are also i hate that you've set the bar for this because i might have to do quick fire facts in future episodes i didn't know we were doing facts <laughs> oh yeah we did sort of start this saying there weren't going to be many facts all right hit me with some well, maybe some of these are lies we don't know okay there are only four ingredients in guinness and what i've written here is can you name them barley sure malt Hops? No, hops isn't it. <laughs> and wheat. Catholicism. Love. Love. Water. Barley. Did you say barley? Yeah. Hops. Hops are in there. I thought malt. No, yeast. 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 Last one. We'll say the fifth ingredient is love. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Great. Those are the ingredients. Um, the white balls in the cans Guinness. Yes. You're familiar. Yep. They're called widgets. I think I've been told that, but for a million quid, I couldn't tell you okay. what they were called. So they're called widgets. They're filled with nitrogen-infused beer. They're not just little balls. They actually have a little pocket of nitrogen in them. Your face is brilliant right now. And that creates the foamy head when you open the can. It releases the nitrogen into the rest of the liquid and that creates the foam. That's the lengths that they go to to make canned Guinness as authentic as possible. And it won, <laughs> it won the award for best invention of the last 40 years, beating 
what thing? This was back in like say the nineties. <laughs> Best yeah. invention of the last forty years. I don't know, like the TV. No, that's longer than that. Yeah, TV. But you're on the right track. It was the internet. It beat the internet as the best technological invention of the past 40 years. Yeah, I probably spent more time thinking about the internet. Than you have the widget. Yeah. But they're clever. But that's unbelievable. That's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Great facts. Okay. It's brewed in more than 150 countries. Mm -hmm. Worldwide, how many glasses of Guinness do you reckon are sold every day? Every day? Every day. How many glasses of Guinness? 73 million. 10 million. You've aimed high and I like it. Yeah. But it's it always annoying when people guess more than the <laughs> it thing. It is a little. Because it takes a shine off the thing. I wanted you to say like five. What um, if it's Paddy's Day though? 73. 73. 73 million, exactly. That's what it says here. Um, and 70 of them are made? Yeah. Uh, three million pints are brewed daily at the yeah. original brewery. Uh, 40% of Guinness is consumed in Africa. But which country consumes the most Guinness? Nigeria. Fucking Great Britain. What? The Irish have moved over and everyone wants that connection to home. Yeah. Um, if you want to feel connected at home, what are you going to do? Drink. Or they're happy to take our Guinness, but not our traditions. Guinness Extra is vegan. I wanted to get that in there for our vegan listeners. Fair. Yep. You can have a Guinness Extra if you're vegan. Uh, until 2009, blood donors in Ireland used to get a pint of free Guinness after they gave blood. That, that's great. Until 2009. Don't take that away. Keep that. That's, that's nice. That's a nice incentive, that's a nice isn't thing. it, to yeah. give blood? Yeah. Bring it back, we say. Bring back yeah. free Guinness for blood donors. That's a long hashtag. <laughs> it's a niche cause. <laughs> it's a niche cause. There's maybe more important causes. It's difficult to say. Um, you mentioned earlier that there's something about the right setting for having a pint of Guinness. Yes. It has been scientifically proven that Ireland is the best place to drink Guinness. Of course. And Donegal by a fire. Well, I, I suppose any, anywhere in Ireland there was a study done in 2017 and according to people surveyed in th- 33 cities 14 different countries it actually it, it seems to prove that they enjoyed it more in Ireland a cottage in Donegal yep slightly old cottage mm. open fire yeah Van Morrison on a record player wee dog I don't really I'm not really a dog guy, but okay, as long as it's not one of the ones that jumps on you. It doesn't jump. It, is, it, is it just you know. sitting there? It's just lying there by the fire, Shane. Pint of Guinness. Or in a bar, in a bar in Donegal. And yeah. the bar, the barman owns it. It's oh. the bar owner's wee dog. Lovely. And it, the bar's named after the dog. What's it called? Peter Andres. Okay. Um, last fact I have for you is about the Guinness Book of World Records. Because we haven't mentioned Oh, that. yeah. There's all that as I'm well. I'm in it. There's just got fingers in pies. Yeah. Irons in fires. I'm in it. What? I'm in it. What do you mean you're in it? Guinness Book of Records. Doing I'm in fucking it. what? What are you doing? But longest boot through. Wellington boot through. This isn't true. This is you're lying to me. I'm not. You're in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest Wellington boot throw. Yep. I'm gonna need that on my desk Monday morning. The or boot? Or I can't. I don't know where it is. Through it so far. <laughs> That's not yeah, true. It is. Longest single Wellington boot through by a white male. This isn't true. This is the stupidest thing you've ever said, but I'm Googling it just to make you stop talking. Google, Longest single Wellington boot through throw by, by a white male. A white male specifically? Yeah. yeah. It might be different. Other ethnicities might have different guys. This is an actual thing. Yeah. You're obviously not in the Guinness Book of World Records, but this is a thing. Well, someone might have beaten me there. 
farthest distance to throw a Wellington boot slash gum boot, often called welly wanging. Yeah, I've welly wanged. Are you a welly wanger? Not anymore, but I used to be. Are you a professional welly wanger? I was seven days a week, I was welly wanging, yeah. <laughs> you want to be careful with that, you go blind. Right, anyway, look, come here, last fact. Guinness Book of World Records came about because in 1951, the managing director of the breweries, Sir Hugh Beaver, he got into an argument down the pub with his mate over something. It said what it was, it was boring. But the point was, one guy was saying this thing, another guy was saying that thing. And they had no way to confirm it. There's no like reference books about this thing. And he decided to publish a book that could end these kinds of disputes. So in 1954, Guinness gave away a thousand copies of their their book of records as like this marketing ploy. Very clever marketing. Yeah. And today the Guinness Book of World Records holds its own record as the best-selling copyrighted book series of all time. Even more so than Harry Potter? The yeah. Bible? The Bible's not copyrighted. I think well, that's why they've put the word copyrighted in there, I guess. Well, I know what I'm doing. When I get home, I'm copyrighting the Bible. <laughs> Cha-ching. Some unbelievable factor. I know. Love that. Do you so what, much. Do you know what that is? That's what? like easing in, bit of conversation mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm, end. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, I didn't get enough facts and at the end. Boom, fact, boom, fact, boom, fact, boom, fact. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to have a Guinness in the airport. Oh my God, do. Have one on me. Um, that'd be a lovely wee photo to send to the group, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, send us a little photo and post it when the episode goes. Although, will it be as nice? Do you think Gatwick, like Gatwick Airport probably isn't famed for its Guinness? <laughs> I can't imagine it's the best Guinness or setting to enjoy it in. When Arthur set it all up, that's where he, he, that's where he wanted you to enjoy it. The departures. At the EasyJet yeah. gate in Gatwick Airport <laughs> in a rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, rate, review, subscribe so you get more. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yep. Tell us how wonderful we are. We love that. We're in the social medias. We are. Hazel Hayes. Yeah. Shane Todd. Yeah. You know, you'll find us. We're all there. And uh, tell your friends, tell your, tell your family, tell your... Enemies. Yeah. Slauncher. Slauncher. <laughs> I remember until next time. We're not fucking historians. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.